Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Tonight, I want to talk about how to go about dating. All right. As I've talked about in a lot of my podcasts, people today in modern dating have a lot of options and it's really difficult. It's a jungle out there and people are dating multiple people and everybody is bouncing around from person to person to person. Okay. You're wasting a lot of your time on a lot of people that are not right for you. So what I want to talk about tonight is, number one, your cutoff game needs to be fierce. Now, what does that mean, your cutoff game needs to be fierce? What that means, you guys, is this. That means that when you're talking to people and you're getting to know people, first of all, like I've told you before, you don't go and rush somebody right away and go meet them. A lot of guys are going to try to rush a girl that, you know, they may not be interested in for the right reasons. They want to rush to meet you because they want to see what you look like. They don't, they don't care about knowing your whole life history. They don't want to hear about where you went to school or anything like that. What they want is they want to see what you look like. They want to see if they're sexually attracted to you because like I've told you before, the dating apps are 99% game. And what that means is people are on there not so much looking for a relationship, but they're looking for a good time. They're looking for a hookup. So you want to find the right people. Now, I've told you guys before, it's best to try to meet somebody other ways, okay? And I know it's hard. I know it's hard to meet somebody organically, and especially in a pandemic. So what I'm going to tell you is this. If you're going to do, you know, meet somebody online, I'm going to tell you how to do it, okay? So that you aren't sitting there wasting your time. And I'm going to start off by saying, your cutoff game needs to be fierce. What that means is, you know what? We're not here to play games. We're not here to waste our time. We're here with a purpose to date. We want our time used wisely so that we are not, you know, hanging around, hanging around on hopes that the person that we're talking to will turn into something, 
that they're not. And see, this is the problem. This is the problem, you guys. You're wasting your time on zeros. You're wasting, you're hanging around, hanging around, hanging around with people that are giving you signs that they don't want a relationship. And what's your first mistake? Your first mistake is you believe what they say. Your first mistake is because they tell you they're looking for a relationship too, or yeah, it's so hard out there. Yeah, me too. You know, I I, I can't meet anybody either. Yeah, no, that's what I want. Okay. Don't believe people in the beginning. You don't know these people well, and you got to stop trusting people that you meet on the surface. Until you know this person for a few months or longer, it takes a long time to get to know somebody and really see the ins and outs of that person. Like I've told you guys before, you know, there's people that are married that, that still find out things about their partner. So if you're going to do this thing, this online thing and try to meet people, you got to weed out. And I'm going to talk about the weed out and why your cutoff game needs to be fierce. When you're out there and you're dating, number one, that person has to get on the phone with you, okay? If somebody is not willing to get on the phone with you, they are not serious about you. They're not serious about getting to know you. I've talked about this in the past. It could be because they're already in a relationship and they got, you know, their old lady or their old man on the couch next to them and you don't know that they have someone. They could be texting you and texting 10 other people at the same time, okay? They're a flip-flopper that's moving around from person to person, somebody who's giving you their time, okay? But you have to be careful. There's a lot of good people that play game out there and they could be very, you know, convincing in the beginning. You really think, oh, you know, oh, you know, he really likes me or she really likes me and everything like that because in the beginning, their level of interest is very high. You're something new, Okay, when you're something new, the attraction level is at its peak. And the longer you talk to that person, you get to know that person, they they start to get bored with it or they hear things that they're not crazy about, but they're not going to throw you away. They're going to keep you on the side. You're going to be their option B or C, all right? You're not going to be their first option. Or they could just be somebody that, you know, isn't looking for anything and they're pretending to want something from you and they're talking to different people. That's why you don't see the consistency with them. That's why they don't want to get on the phone with you because they're going to make excuses and say, oh, I'm a texter and this and that. Well, you don't get, you don't get to know somebody just by texting. You got to get on the phone. You got to hear their tone, hear their voice, hear if they can make conversation because texting is so different than actually talking to somebody on the phone. All right. So when we I talk about the cutoff game, number one, they got to be willing to get on the phone. They've got to be contacting you on a daily basis. Somebody who's serious about getting to know you is not going to be a flake. Okay, they're not going to contact you every three days or, you know, two days this week and and one day next week. That is somebody who is going to waste your time. All right. That is somebody who is not making you a priority and who is not serious about being in a relationship, okay? Now, another thing I wanna bring up is this. You have those people out there that in the beginning, they're gonna be on the phone with you every night for let's say the first week during the week, okay? 
because they have this interest in you and now they're trying to portray to you, oh, I really like you and everything like that. And I'm getting on the phone with you, you know, because they're not stupid either. They know you're looking for these things. They know that you're trying to, you know, evaluate them and see if they're really interested in you. So they're going to pretend they're so interested in you the first week and get on the phone with you for hours. And then what happens is the weekend comes. Now we got party time, people, okay? It's Friday and Saturday night, and you don't hear from these people. They disappear. They've had you on the phone for hours all week long, wasting your time. And then the weekend comes and they fall off, okay? They fall off. Why do they fall off? Because a lot of times they got somebody and it doesn't necessarily mean they got a boyfriend or girlfriend. They could have a situationship. Now, what's a situationship? That's somebody that they talk to on the side or a friends with benefits. That's somebody that they're getting sex off of or it's another interest somewhere else, but they're not going to tell you these things. So what you need to do is you need to read in between the lines. Okay. If somebody's disappearing on you all weekend long and they've had you on the phone all week, that is a red flag. And what they usually do, what a lot of these cats do is they'll contact you on a Sunday night or a Monday morning and they'll be like, how was your weekend, beautiful? Oh, I was so busy. I was working. I was doing, they'll, say, they'll use the excuse they were working or it was a family party or something like that. Listen, even the biggest, the busiest person in the world can contact you even by text if they're really interested in you, okay? You don't keep somebody on the phone every day of the week and then on the weekends, oh, now they're not important enough to even send a text or communicate with, okay? Huge red flag, you guys, huge red flag. That is where the cutoff game comes in, okay? Because that person's gonna contact you the following week and keep you on the phone for hours again, okay? When they're, bu- when they're not busy and they're bored, that's what you're good enough for. You're good to fill in their week so you could be their therapist or that you could boost their ego and they know that, you know what? You're still around. You're still talking to them. You're still waiting there, you know, waiting for them to make their move, okay? All right, you're showing them that, you know what? A lot of people, they they try to play the game too and they try to say, well, I'm just gonna show him that I'm not that interested, you know? So when he calls me, I'm just gonna be like, you know, I'm not gonna show him that it bothered me. He didn't contact me all weekend, okay? And then what do you do? You go and you talk to him during the week and he's stringing you along and bread bread crumbing you along and you're accepting that. You're accepting that because you're afraid to open your mouth. You're afraid to call him out on it and say, you know what? You know, things were progressing nicely. We were talking every day. We were on the phone for hours every day last week. And, you know, I didn't hear from you all weekend or something like that. You know, are are you looking to get to know me in a serious way or not? Now, a lot of people could sit here and they could argue this out with me and say, well, you know, um, you know, people have lives and everything like that. Yes, people have lives. We get that, okay? Well, if people have lives, then they shouldn't keep you on the phone from Monday to Thursday for hours on the phone and then just, you know, you know, disappear like Casper the ghost on the weekend, all right? You're giving that person your time. Either you're serious about getting to know the person or you're not, okay? 
So you're not going to be strung along. And this is where people fall into the trap. You got to call these people out on it. You got to call them out because you got to let them know you are not a fool. Because a lot of them are going to sit there and think you're stupid. You're stupid or you're afraid to say something or, you know, you're afraid to say something because, you know, you, you, you like them and everything like that. No, no. What you're showing, telling them is, you know what? You know, you came on strong, you're trying to get to know me, and now, you know, you disappear when you feel like disappearing. Well, that's fine. Well, now I know not to take you seriously, and that's the way you have to be. Now you know not to take that person seriously. Now you know you don't stay on the phone with them for more than a half hour or an hour a day after that, if you even want to bother, okay? If you even want to bother. And the reason that I tell you guys this is this, all right? Because I've seen it, I've been through it, I know what it is. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people hang on and they say to themselves, well, this is how you get to know somebody. This is how you get to know somebody. Or a lot of people will say to me, oh, you know, you're too hard. You go in too hard and everything like that. And, you know, if you're going to be like that, then nobody is ever going to, you know, you're going to be single and everything like that. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I used to be that girl. I used to be the girl that used to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I used to be the girl that used to make excuses for people and say, well, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he was busy. You know, maybe he was working, maybe he was with family and everything like that. And what happened? I learned from experience, years of experience, not with one person, but with a lot of people. It was the same game, you guys. That's why I know the game. That's why I'm telling you about the game so that you don't fall into the trap, okay? So that you recognize that when somebody's serious, they will be consistent on a daily basis and not drop off on a weekend, okay? So keep that in mind and you gotta know about your cutoff game, all right? Now, another thing when it comes to the cutoff game is this. In the beginning, if anybody tries you, and what I mean by try you is if anybody sends you dick pictures or they they start you know, with the sexy this, sexy that, and everything, they're bringing up sex in the beginning. Huge red flag, huge red flag. That is not normal behavior. Don't think it's normal behavior. You know, unless you're somebody who's out there dating and just looking for hookups, but that's not what I'm talking about in this podcast. I'm talking about a cutoff game to cut off people and weed out people that will waste your time. Okay, that aren't on the same page as you, what to look for, what to recognize, people that are playing game on you. Okay, so anybody that pulls any of that nonsense is playing games with you. Okay, and the reason and and a lot of women sit there and they say, well, you know, why do guys do that? Why do they send out dick pictures? Why do they do that? I'm going to tell you why. Because they're not just sending that dick picture to you. They're sending that dick picture to 12, 13 other girls. And they know they're going to get rejected by maybe 10 of those those girls or women, okay? They're going to get rejected or they're going to get blocked or they're going to get cursed out by them. But they know that there will be, because they'll be on the app, they'll be 
two women that will come back that are freaky, that will say something sexually back to them that may just be looking for a good time. So that's how they feel out the waters, okay? That's how they try you. That is why we have delete block. You don't waste your time, you guys. You don't waste your time. You know, what you allow is what you get back. This is what people don't realize. A lot of women, you know, we've argued this out in in the groups. A lot of women sit there and say, oh, these guys, you know, all they want is sex and I'm just sick of it. Everything is sex, sex, sex. Well, you know what? That's because there's a lot of women that allow that behavior. If you allow certain behavior, this is what you get back, okay? So that's why you may be somebody who's not about that, who's not about just doing a friends with benefits or a freaky rendezvous, and you get offended by it. But because there's so many women that are online that are doing that, they're trying to make it the norm that, oh, this is the way it is. And, you know, hey, you know, uh, what was the last time you had sex? And, uh, oh, do you like it from behind and everything like that? That's why a lot of a lot of them feel like comfortable enough to even bring up the topic because you allow it. And then you have women out there that get into it with them and think it's cute. And they're looking for relationships. It's not even like they're looking for hookups, but they think it's cute like to sit there and talk sexually with them. So they're getting the guy going, they're talking sexually with them, and the guy is thinking, oh, this is going to be a sexual thing. But what you, the mistake that you're making is you're going to be turned off in that guy's brain. He's not going to look at you as a girl that, you know, he's looking as a potential partner because when you look for a potential partner, you want to know who that person is, okay? Not by what position you like in the bed or if you're bent over the side of the couch, okay? They want to know who are you? Who are you? What are you about? What's your character? Are you a nice person? Are you educated? Are you responsible with money? Is your family a good family? Okay. Do you have the same values and and beliefs that they do? That's what they'd want to know if they want to be with you long term, because you're not always going to be in the bedroom. Okay. So that's where you make the mistake when you rush fast with somebody. So many people make this mistake. So many people make this mistake. Very, and I'm not going to say that it never happens. There are people that have had relationships after having sex on the first date, but it's very rare. Very rare, you guys. Okay. You already, you already gave out, you know, you already gave out the prize. There's no, you know, you know, what people, if somebody's sexually driven, all right, and, you know, a lot of men are visual creatures and everything like that, and they've already got it, they've already got, you know, the cookie in the cookie jar, they're not going to want to sit there and talk to you about, you know, your work and everything after that, because there's no incentive for the prize, okay? They're going to move on to the next, they're going to look for the next thrill, that's why it's best to get somebody to know you. And that's how you know if somebody really cares about you. Because they are going to ask you those questions. They are going to ask you the questions about yourself. They are going to want to get to know you and who you are. It's not going to be on the surface conversation. So here, I, here I'm going. I'm going with the cutoff game again, okay? Your cutoff game's got to be fierce. Which means this. If somebody is having 
conversation with you and every conversation is on the surface. What is on the surface conversation? On the surface conversation is conversation, let's say, about just COVID or what's going on in the news or, um, you know, them talking about themselves the whole time and never asking you a question about you, okay? If this person is not asking you specific things about you, okay? They don't want to know the nitty gritty things about you, okay? They're not asking you anything. They're just talking about like, how was your day? Did you have a good day? Yeah, what do you think about the vaccine? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, you know, uh, my dog, you know, I'm taking him grooming or this or that. Or, yeah, I saw, you know, that football game the other day. What, who's your favorite team and everything like that? Like, yeah, but they're not really getting to know you. You could have that conversation with, uh, you know, Joe Blow down the street. All right. That's not somebody that's getting to know you. That's somebody that's just making conversation just making conversation. What they're doing is they're keeping the connection open. They're keeping the connection open to make you think that, you know what? I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to know you. But if they're not asking specific questions about you and you've had at least, okay, at least three, four conversations and they have never asked you specific things about what, about you and your life and, you know, how long you're single and, you know, more than just do you have kids and, uh, uh, you know, what do you do for a living? Those are the two big questions that they're all coached to ask, you know, how many kids do you have? What do you do for a living? Okay. They feel because they say that, oh yeah, I, I'm taking an interest in you. And then they don't bring up anything else. Then they talk about on the surface bullshit. Okay. And you're sitting there and you're thinking that this person likes you when this person is just stringing you along. They're just having a couple conversations with you and then they'll make plans to meet with you and see if they're interested in getting with you in a sexual way. Okay. So your cutoff game needs to be fierce. And the best way to weed out people and see, you know, if the, you know, they're worth keeping around or not is if they ask you personal questions about yourself, if they want to have a lot of conversation before actually meeting you, okay? If somebody thinks because, you know, they had one conversation with you, oh, when can we meet? Here's my number, beautiful. Give me a call. Meanwhile, you never even had a conversation with them. You know, uh, they're, they're saying, you know, let's meet. Here's my number or something like that. That is, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That is not somebody who knows you long enough to meet you. Okay. And I'm telling you, you're going to waste your time going out and meeting random people. You're going to waste your time. If somebody is really interested in getting to know you for what you want, if that's like a relationship, they will have no problem getting on the phone and talking to you at least six to eight times on the phone before actually meeting. All right. You, you can't, you know, lower your boundaries, you guys. You can't just go out there with a blind eye and be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to meet this guy on Monday. I'm going to meet this guy on Tuesday. I'm going to meet this guy on Wednesday. I had a girlfriend who used to do that, okay? She used to juggle like four different guys. And I used to tell her, why are you doing that? You're wasting your time. Now, she was just a player and she just liked jumping around. She wasn't in it to look for a relationship. So that was totally different. 
But if you're somebody who's looking for a relationship, okay, why do you want to waste your time and, and, and get ready to go meet somebody who hasn't, you know, shown you that they're worth meeting? And especially during a pandemic, you don't know where that person's been. You don't know who that person slept with. You know, you don't know if that person slept with somebody who has COVID or anything or where they've been or where they've been hanging out because you don't know them well enough and you're going and you're meeting a stranger. They could they could be batshit crazy. You know, you got a lot of predators online as well. There's a lot of predators online. So you got to be careful. You got to weed out these people, you guys. Now, I'm going to tell you guys where you make a lot of mistakes. And this is why a lot of people end up in heartbreaks because they go into a relationship with somebody and they ignore the red flags. They should have cut that person off, but they didn't because they think that that person is going to change, okay? Or they think that, da-da, the person's all of a sudden going to pick you to be, you know, the queen, okay? No, it doesn't work like that. If their interest for you was not strong in the beginning, Okay, because the longer you go out with somebody, the more they're going to see your flaws. All right. So and and also they get bored, too. And they're always, you know, they may be somebody who always likes something new and exciting. So if somebody is not really showing you a lot of interest, maybe they keep in touch with you. You know, they may like you. But it doesn't mean they want a long-term relationship with you. This happens all the time with, with women that go out with these guys that don't commit to them. What are you doing there? What are you doing there? What are you doing there? Why are you settling for somebody who is not into you? Okay? What do you think? Once you know you get them to marry you or something like that, it's going to get better? No. No, no, okay? That's when the real issues come into play, all right? So you want to make sure that if you're going to get into a long-term relationship, you want somebody who likes you. Not that you got to sit there and, and convince them to like you. You want somebody who's all in, not half in, not somebody that strings you along and you don't know where you stand with them. If they're not telling you where you stand, then you don't stand anywhere, okay? Okay? People who are into somebody will make it known. They'll make it known on social media. They'll make it known publicly. They'll make it known to their friends and family. They won't have a problem posting your picture on their social media and saying, you know, this is my girl or, you know, I'm in a relationship or whatever like that, okay? Somebody who can't do that is somebody who is hiding, hiding. And I've argued this with a lot of people. And they said, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to post my relationship status on, on Facebook because, you know, I don't want people knowing my business, okay? Why don't you want people knowing your business, okay? If that's supposed to be your friends and family, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? You should be proud of who you're with, okay? You got to hide. You got to hide it. That's a big problem, okay? That's not somebody who's standing up for you and you need to recognize it. But why are people settling for less? Because they feel like, you know what? Oh, this is just the way it is. And if I could get a little something, you know, maybe as time goes by, you know, they'll get more attached to me and everything like that. Okay, it doesn't work like that. And I've told you guys, all right, 
I know I have a lot of guys that follow me. I have a lot of male friends and everything like that. And they have friends with benefits. They will not go in a relationship with these girls. They won't, you guys. I've heard it from, I can't tell you how many guys I heard this from, okay? They all say she knew what it is and that's all it was, okay? And now they're looking at you like you're desperate because you're settling for that. You are having sex with them and they're able to do whatever they want. And you could say, well, well, I'm doing whatever I want too. That's great, okay? But are you, are you going to want to do that the rest of your life? You want to be in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and, and be a friends with benefits the rest of your life? Okay, you need to smarten up, okay, and not settle for half a person. This is the problem. You know, when you raise your level of, you know, standards, then if somebody wants to be with you, they will raise it as well and realize that you are somebody of value, okay? You're not settling. That's why there a lot there's a lot of single people out there because they are not settling. For less. There's a lot of people I've talked to that say, you know what, I'm just going to live for me because they're disgusted with the dating situation. They don't want to be somebody's option. Okay. And you can only give somebody credit for that because they're not settling for less. So you don't want to get caught up in that, you know, that cycle of hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. Your cutoff game has to be fierce. Your cutoff game has to be fierce. First of all, if you have to say something to some, let's say you're dating somebody, right? And, you know, you don't know what's going on with them. They, they show you attention one day. Then the next day, they run hot and cold with you, Okay. Somebody who's running hot and cold with you all the time is not 100% in on the relationship. And maybe they haven't even said anything to you as, with regard to, you know, what you guys are together, okay? Now, if they're doing that, that's because they either don't want a relationship or they're not all into you for a relationship. They're playing their options. They want to see what else is around or they got something going on on the side. They got a situationship or a couple situationships in some cases on the side. Okay, so they're not going to say anything to you. But the thing is, you have the control of your own life. That means that you can say something to them and let them know, you know what, I'm looking to progress in my life. I'm looking to move forward and have, you know, a, a long-term relationship with somebody. Everybody's so afraid to say, I want a long-term relationship. Oh my God. It's like the kiss of death. Oh, I want a long-term relationship. Like, like so many women are afraid to bring it up to a guy. It's like, you know, you're asking them for a million dollars. No, no, no. Okay. And you know what? If somebody's got a problem with that, then you don't want them anyway. Goodbye. Good luck on your way. Glad you're not wasting my time. Okay. Cause I'm, you know, my life's not going to be wasted hanging around for you. You, the worst thing that could happen to you, you guys, is that you give your time to a bunch of zeros. Okay. And this is, this is male to women, women to men, you know, partner to partner, whoever it is that you're dealing with that is not serious about you. You sit there and you waste years with this person only to wake up later and say, well, I wasted my life away with this person. Now I'm so much older. Now I got to start again. Okay. And that's another thing I want to bring up. A lot of reasons people hang on is because they don't want to start over. But you know what? You're better off starting over at, let's say, 
35 years old than starting over at 45 years old because it's that much harder as you get older. Then you're dealing with ageism because there's always, you know, ageism in dating, all right? Unfortunately, you will be judged by your age by a lot of people, okay? And it's very sad. It's very sad. People have cutoffs as to what age they will date up to. So, you know, your choices get limited and it's not easier. So the point is, you don't want to waste your time with the wrong people. You, even if you have to, you know, end something, your cutoff game has to be fierce. Your cutoff game has to be fierce. And I'm telling you guys this because I'm telling you because I lived it. I've been through it. I wasted many years with the wrong people. And I can't tell you that is one of the biggest regrets of my life is that I, you know, I gave my time to the wrong people, okay? The people that were not serious about really moving forward, okay? So you have to make the right decisions with the right people. And the other thing too is, You don't want to get yourself involved in a relationship or a marriage with the wrong person because then you could find yourself in divorce court and that's a whole nother entanglement. You know, that's for another podcast. So time is valuable. Time is one of the most valuable things in your life. You can never get time back. You can get money back. You can get a lot of things back, but you can't get time back, okay? So you need to value it. You need to value it. A lot of younger people don't don't see that because they don't have enough life experience. But, you know, you get to a certain point in life that all of a sudden your life goes fast. From when you're in your early 20s till about 35, your life goes slowly. But then after 35, those years go fast, okay? And especially if you have children, Because you're focusing on your kids day in and day out and the years just fly by, fly by, okay? So, you know, you don't want to have regrets in life. That's one thing that you don't want to have. So let me just say one thing when I talk about the cutoff game, okay? Let me just wrap this up and just say one thing as far as the cutoff game, all right? The reason that I'm telling you guys that your cutoff game has got to be fierce is because you want to progress and you have to be okay with being on your own. Part of having a fierce cutoff game is knowing that, you know what, I could be on my own and I could be okay. I don't have to hang on to somebody that is not showing me that they really want to be with me. You know, I don't have to be with somebody who disrespects me. I don't have to be with somebody who stonewalls me and walks out when I'm trying to talk to them. All right. Because I am able to be single. I'm okay with it. It's okay to be single. All right. There's a lot of benefits to being single, believe it or not. All right. You don't have to answer to anybody. You don't have anybody weighing down on you. You don't have to deal with somebody's creepy family. Okay. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you. All right. There are benefits to being single. But of course, a lot of us would like to have a loving companion and relationships can be great if you're with the right partner, okay? It's all about finding the right ones and not bothering with the wrong ones. So, you know, stop making excuses for these people. They, they're they not stupid. They know what they're doing, okay? 
Don't, you know, be careful of the excuses they give you. I'm working all the time. You know, I'm unavailable every weekend. You know, uh, they don't answer your calls all night long. You know, they ghost you or whatever because they're out with somebody else, maybe a situationship, okay? And you're sitting there and you're hanging on and hanging on. And what are you doing? You're wasting your time. That's why your cutoff game has to be fierce. The minute you see somebody playing games with you, you if you really care about them, you could say something to them. You could give them like, you know, notice as a, in a way of speaking, let them know that, you know what, this is not cool with me, okay? This is not how I, I, I go in a relationship. This is not how I fly, all right? Uh, you want respect in a relationship? I will give you respect and I expect the same respect back. And if they say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no problem, no problem. And then they do it again. Then you're cut off game. You got to walk away. You got to walk away because then you're just going to be dealing with the same nonsense. And the more you stay, the more you warn somebody and keep warning them and you're still there and they're still walking all over you, the bigger the doormat you become. And I see it. Oh, my goodness. I see it in the group so much. Oh, my gosh. You know, these people, they just have not come into their own. They haven't gotten their self-worth. They're being disrespected so much, so much. We had one one girl in there, you know, she, her, her, her boyfriend was calling her a bitch, this and that. He was treating her like crap. He was going out with other women and she was still there. She was still there accepting this. And and he was he was getting verbally abusive. Then he, she said he put his hands on her. I mean, you want to talk about toxic, okay? If you don't check somebody in the beginning, they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it, okay? It's a power play. They're going to see, are you going to put up with that, all right? They're testing you to see if you're going to put up with that, if you're going to be a doormat. And if you're a doormat, a lot of people that are doormats in a, not all cases, you know, a cheater could be a cheater no matter what, because they, you know, they always need that self-validation elsewhere. But just put on top of that, that you're a doormat and you're putting up with somebody that's ghosting on you or disappearing on you all weekend and you're in a relationship with them. That They're testing you. Now they know they could cheat on you, that you are a doormat and that you're not going anywhere, even though you're sitting there and you're fighting with them and you're arguing with them and everything like that. Well, you know what? All your words mean nothing, nothing because you're still there. Okay. In one ear, out the other. All right. You got to mean what you say. Don't threaten anybody that you're walking out unless you really mean it. Okay. So you guys, you know, if you want better in your life, you have to hold people accountable. Okay. Unless you just want to be in a relationship just to say you have somebody, but you could be in that relationship and guess what? You're going to worry in some cases, not, you know, it depends on the relationship. You're going to sit there and you're going to be worried where they are, what they're doing. Okay. Is that a way to live? Is that a way to live? Okay. That's another benefit of being single. You don't have to sit there and worry where they are, what they're doing, who they're talking to. Okay. Are they, you know, inboxing anybody on Instagram? You don't have to have those worries. All right. Because you saw the red flags and you got yourself out of there. You got yourself out of there. Okay. Because you have somebody that's not showing you respect. So you, you let them know. 
you give them a warning, okay? You let them know, you know, I am not cool with this, all right? And you let them know that, you know, if it continues, you are out of there. You are out of there. And if they care about you, they will not do it and they will respect your boundaries. But if they don't care about you, they're going to keep breaking your boundaries, in which case, bye-bye, okay? Bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you because you're not going to waste my time and you're not going to waste my life and I'm not going to wake up in five, ten years with, you know, finding out you're cheating on me or you you leaving for somebody else or something like that because I ignored the red flags in the beginning because you know what? My cutoff game is fierce, okay? Remember, somebody's basic character is their basic character. And don't sit there and try to be the great, you know, you're, you're going to rebuild this person. You're going to rebuild this person. No, they know. Okay. And if they're going to change, it's got to come from them. Not that you're going to force somebody to do it because you can't force somebody to do something. All right. It's got to come from them and they've got to be willing to, they've got to want you enough. They've got to want you enough to make the compromise, to, to make the relationship work and not break the boundaries, okay? I hope that helps you. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and share the podcast and have a great day. Are you having a problem in your dating or relationship life and you need a question answered? Well, go to my website, The link is in the podcast description and you'll see how you can ask Yaz a question and get it answered confidentially. So go to the podcast description and look for the link where it talks about how Yaz will answer your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power. And, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay. And have a great day.